Hey, welcome to the Summer Camp Programming Podcast. This is Kurt. And this is Chris. And what, Chris, what are we talking about in this episode? We are cooking today. I'm hungry too, so I'm glad we're cooking today. I could use some food. We need, we need little sizzling sounds or something. <laughs> little, yeah, little snacks. <laughs> snacks. Here's a water. I got a water bottle sound. <laughs> oh, that kind of sounds like sizzling. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. Let's do cooking this. Cooking at camp. Did you ever cook at camp? <clears throat> no, actually. I mean, I mean, not. Well, again, I went to camp for one whole week as a kid. Um, but we, I don't remember there being any cooking. And then I went to day camp quite a bit, and I don't remember any cooking there. You know, as a as a camp professional, mm-hmm. I've worked for a couple of camps that did have yeah. cooking. They had like a specialty camp cooking, like a whole week yeah. of it, right? For day camp, it, it's it's very residentially like in the past, but this could so be like an excellent theme or a event or specialty for day camps. I think this would be really cool. Even I think a lot of, yeah, yeah. Day camps, uh, it's prime for, um, I think a lot of resident camps do it as well. Uh, they, they have like a cooking activity, but also it seems really big. Uh, the, um, competitions, right. Yeah. With all the, with all the reality cooking shows and Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. I know it was big in scouting because it was part of a merit badge kind of thing when I was at the Boy Scout camp. But like like cooking around the fire kind of stuff? Cooking up, cooking outside kind of stuff. Using yeah. the the Dutch ovens and, and different Dutch things ovens. like that. Yeah, I was trying to remember so. what the name of that was. Dutch yeah. ovens, right. Um, all right. Well, so I'm going to start off with – I know this is one thing that we uh, we would do at the day camp that was really easy – you know, um, it didn't require flames <laughs> or anything that like that. Easy is always good with cooking with children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it just required some blenders and, and making smoothies. You know, they got oh. to kind of choose which fruits they want and um, ingredients and, and just kind of throw it all into a smoothie and then try them out. My thing is we want the kids to be able to do this at home, right? I mean, otherwise, mm-hmm. what we're just That's cooking true. for the sake of cooking. or Or if they're you know, camping or something with the family. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I did this at camp. Hey, let's do this. Um, but smoothie's really, really good one. Do you, did you get your camper to come up and be like, I would like a strawberry smoothie, half whip, no foam. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, we just said, well, go do it yourself. That's There's right. the blender. <laughs> There's the food. <laughs> uh, my favorite. And so we started this. We actually have wilderness camp here. Um, and they started and we brought it over to the overnight camp. And I even think next year we are going to plan on adding it into our day camp. But we do foil dinners. Now, this, I think it, in the years past, camps have called them like hobo dinners. Yeah, that's like what that. we called them. Yep. Yeah, we call them foil dinners. So we stay away from kind of that stigma and things like that. <laughs> right. But it's, you know, you have your foil pack. You get your big sheet of foil. You throw in hamburger. Um, you throw in, we always put potatoes. I, mm-hmm. I do mushrooms, water chestnuts, corn, mm. carrots, almost like a, a beef kind of stew kind of thing. Yeah. You wrap it up into a, like a pocket. So you got to leave a little bit of air. In, oh, we got oh, butter. Butter is important. You got to throw butter in there. Do, do you add it. a little bit of water too? Because we did that for the boil. Yep, water. Yeah. Um, and even uh, like we'll put in spices. And, I mean, we've really had fun with it over the years. And you make your little pocket and you kind of throw it on the fire. It takes forever to cook. Uh, you don't want it like right on top of the fire. You kind of, you build a nice big fire, push a little bit aside and kind of put on top of the warm coals right. and go off of that. Um, but that has become, it's a huge favorite. And I have people even like at my church and, and friends and stuff 
that like, hey, can can we, you know, maybe do foil dinners tonight when we come over for camp? And oh, wow. like it has become a, a thing that people want to do when they just come and visit and hang out with us. And so, so here's the tricky part. So how many do you have in a fire at a time? Oh, my goodness. It's ridiculous amount because it it's a ton. So our our program director, he was our cook. And so he runs it all. And I think he's done probably about 20 in a fire at a time. OK. And, uh, now and so we have to build you, multiple fires. <laughs> and so, how do you know whose is whose? Yes. Okay. Right. This is the worst part of it because yep. <laughs> permanent markers for some, like they burn off. Like even if you write on with a permanent, it still burns off. So we have just, we have put every, like we will put everybody's in with their name on it up so you can see. And then we take a picture on our phone oh. and then we just keep those in that same spot. And so then when we pull them off, we pull up the picture on the phone, like, Oh, that was, you know, Johnny's here you go. And, and you pull them off like that because uh, unless somebody out there has found some kind of heat resistant marker or some, I'm sure there's something, <laughs> but that is worse. We also, I found gloves, these big old mitts that are supposed to be heat resistant. I bought them offline somewhere. I'll have to see if I can find them. And so that way he can, uh, he'll just reach in and grab them and flip them. So we don't have like the tongs that always seem to tear the foil or things like that. It, it, we just have these big old heat resistant gloves that we just reach in, grab them, flip them. And right, right. That way. Oh, that's, so. Yeah. Yeah, I remember uh, it, kind of figuring out whose is whose. I mm-hmm. remember this kid getting one and being like, this isn't mine. Yeah. <laughs> and it was like, no. That is. And and that's part of the, the biggest issue with it, doing it with the whole camp, is it's very buffet kind of style where they get to pick what they go in. Right, you know? right, I right. mean, if you just did universal, everyone's getting the same thing, then Easy. it really doesn't matter. Right. <laughs> My next one is uh, s'mores. I mean, camp classic right putting the marshmallow in the fire and making it as crispy as they want or mm-hmm. not and there's a there's a bunch of different ways if you're doing it for like a camp activity as opposed to hey we're just at a fire to cook out or whatever then there are all kinds of creative ways you can make s'mores yeah. right so if you lay out all the options and mm-hmm. show i've seen like s'mores campers, bars at, yeah, even at ex- weddings oh I yeah that's true that's true bar and stuff so I really like that. I also, you know, um, everybody knows a s'more, so I'm not going to go into do too in, into detail, but tell them your s'mores, which yeah, I love. So we learn this from a special needs group that comes out to our camp. This is what they do because the graham crackers and the chocolate, it, it was kind of too difficult to work all that. Um, and so we actually took over this because when we do this with our campers, our staff that are sitting there passing things out, they always break a graham cracker or they eat little bits of chocolate nonstop. And so then we have like way more graham crackers and marshmallows than we do chocolate. But they did this. They would buy those. I think they're called fudge stripe cookies. And it's the little round cookies with the chocolate on the bottom. And it's got right. like some uh, stripes of chocolate on the top. And that that becomes your your s'more. So you use those two and the marshmallow. So much. E- I think it's tastier. I don't care for graham crackers, but the cookie tastes good. And it's got the chocolate already on it. You just squeeze it together. It works great. Very simple. Uh, I love and that. so that's what we've we've turned our s'mores into at Camp Good News is that because it's just easy. I love it. I've seen too. I, I know at Walmart, at least our Walmart, we have like five or six different flavors of marshmallow too. And so there's what? like strawberry marshmallows, there's birthday cake flavored marshmallow. I mean, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And so you can really, I mean, with your s'mores bar, you can go to town. We've done at our, our mother-daughter retreat, we've done an indoor s'mores bar where we've put little sternos in uh-huh. like flowers, tacata flower. Is it tacata flower pots? I think is what they're called. Yep. And then little skewers. And then we have a whole s'mores bar. They have the different flavored marshmallows, different cookies. So the 
The Fudge Stripes also does white chocolate. They do strawberry flavored cookies and different things. We'll put strawberries and fruit and kiwi slices out to oh, put on wow. your s'more. So you can really get fancy with your s'mores if you want to. <laughs> that's Chris for you. I know. We, well, that, that's just our our mother daughter retreat. There's like a top <laughs> of forty people there, okay. so it's not a whole huge camp. <laughs> uh, my next one, uh, pudgy pies. You ever heard of pudgy pies? No, I don't know what that is. I don't know if that is a camp good news name or not, or if it's an official name. So it's like s'more sticks, but on the end, it is this square metal piece like and they they fold over each okay, other i, I, know what I you can't know. think of how to describe yeah I, I don't know if they have an official name or not but it's it's like you have the sticks and then they go together so you have two squares and you can put something inside right and so when we make pudgy pies we will use bread and you kind of butter the outside so it kind of toasted on the outside and then you put pie filling in the middle and then when you piece this together and, and you stick it over the fire it cooks it like a little kind of like a um, like a McDonald's, like apple pie kind of thing. It'll cook it like that <laughs> where the fruit's in the middle and the, the bread's on the outside. Obviously a little bit different. But it comes out super hot and you can put some whipped cream and ice cream with it. Um, and you have pudgy pies. And so we've done apple and cherry and, and strawberry like pie filling. Um, and we do that. Um, we've done that as during our s'more night. That is a bonus. So whoever is the current number one team in the middle of the week gets to do pudgy pies as well as s'mores. And, and so that's just one of our things. It's something we do with competitions so that, you know, at the end of the week, whoever the actual winner is gets something big. But in the middle of the week, if you were number one, you get something different where you may not be number one at the end, but you did get kind of a little prize there in the middle too. Just a little that's additional cool. bonus. So, the, so Pudgy Pies, uh, it, it is a name. I just looked it up. Oh, um, and if you, if you look up Pudgy Pies, P-U-D-G-Y, uh, you can see the tool that Chris is talking mm-hmm. about. And I'd say if you have a Menards near you, I, apparently it's a Midwest thing that Kurt and I have learned. Menards. Um, our Menards every fall has their pudgy pie makers. I think I've, I've paid about two bucks for them because we have a ton because every fall they're they're really cheap at the, in the fall. So right, good to know. To look for them, I guess, online even. Fruit kebabs. Mm. Fruit kebabs, easy peasy, right? You just get the skewer and you put on fruit and... There you go. I mean, yeah. if, if you're just looking for a, a quick and easy, you chop up the fruits, you have it kind of in a bar type thing. The campers take a skewer and skewer the fruits they want. Maybe, maybe take them over to the, the cabin table or something. And yeah. then you can do that. So that's just a really quick one. I mean, might as well just throw in fruit pops too. You Look know, at you being all healthy. Uh, I'm fruit. over here like pudgy pies, <laughs> boiled I said s'mores. Like, Come on here's now. Fruit, here's smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, this camp. So yeah, fruit pops, and you can just pop them in the freezer, and they can uh, have them when they're done. Uh, my next one, I actually learned last year at a camp I was uh, helping out at. They do kettle corn over the fire. And so um, they had a huge kettle because it was a big group. But you could do this with little Dutch ovens um, if you wanted. We did that at the Boy Scout camp. Um, I found a big kettle for our own camp this year. But it's you, you throw in some popcorn oil, throw in some popcorn, have it over the fire. You're constantly stirring. That was the key. You cannot stop stirring because it will burn the popcorn. Oh, but wow. then it all goes over. You dump in your sugar, dump in your salt. And it's so good. I mean, it's just like the kettle corn you buy at like Renaissance fairs and things like that. So. I'm not a big kettle corn person. Oh, I love kettle corn. Really? Yeah. yeah. I, and it gets me every time. Like, 
will be at a fair or something and you smell it. I'm like, I'm, I'm going to need the extra large bag. I never eat the whole thing, but <laughs> I'm like, I need wow. the big one. Cause it's just so good. I like it mixed. I like, you know, give me regular popcorn and kettle corn mixed. Maybe if you got some caramel corn, throw oh, a yeah. little bit of that in there, but all right, uh, let's stick with the healthy thing and let's talk <laughs> salad in a jar. All right. So basically take Mason jars have the ingredients laid out so that the uh, the kids can throw in their lettuce, their peas, avocado, corn, whatever, whatever they want to put in there, uh, croutons, and then you can drizzle the salad dressing on, put the lid on, shake it so it gets I'm all dumping it on. That's salad, you got, <laughs> and then uh, just dump it on. But yeah, it makes for a fun little project. Uh, salad in a jar, pretty cool. Okay. All right. Well, this one's semi-healthy, I guess, <laughs> since you're going all healthy on me. Uh, <laughs> apples. Have you ever cooked apples over the fire? No. Yeah. So we've we've done this. I don't a couple cook my apples ways. anyway. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Over cooked the fire really or other. Good. Yeah. Yeah. We've really. done this a couple different ways. Um, the way that kind of seemed to work the best: you take your like normal apple, you slice it, and you um, sprinkle in cinnamon, sugar, the non-healthy stuff that makes it taste good. And yeah. then you you kind of fold it back together and use tinfoil around it to kind of keep it in its apple shape. Okay. And you throw it on the fire, let it cook for a while, and you pull it off, and you can dump ice cream on it. You have, it almost tastes like apple pie because um, okay. your apple's well, warm. Now that you and, add cinnamon, sugar, yeah, and ice yeah. cream, I'm in. Oh, yeah. Good. So, yeah. <laughs> if it was just Most, cooked apples, I was like, huh? Yeah, I think everything I every all of my ideas I'm warming everything up and making them non-healthy. <laughs> nice, nice, right on. It's like a carnival, deep frying yeah. everything. This is everything. <laughs> uh, my next thing is walking tacos. Have you had walking tacos? Oh, yeah. Oh, you, I love walking tacos. You get Those the Doritos good. bag, yep. the little ones, and then you open mm-hmm. it up. You throw in the meat. You throw in the cheese, and then you just kind of stir it up with the spoon, and you just it's a walking taco. Yep. There, there's no dishes, right? Yeah. And then they just eat it right out of the bag. It's they good for a little around. out. Yeah. And a little outdoorsy. They can go out and kind of sit picnic. Exactly. Style. Yeah. As long as you don't have a beehive that all the bees. That's come right. Over and... <laughs> <laughs> uh, next one on my list is uh, cake in an orange. And so we did this at the Boy Scout camp. We had a luau one night. But you take an orange, you dig out kind of all the orange, and then you you take you get cake mix, you make the you know mix it all together, and then you pour that into the orange. So you just had the in, rhyme, at, at, yeah, just as the rhyme, a, right? Okay, yeah, that was your your bowl essentially to pour the right. cake into. Cover in foil, throw it in a in this you know the not the actual fire, but like the the warm coals and the embers and stuff. Let it cook for a while, and then you pull it out, and you have a little you got to peel off, and you have a little cake. And it's got huh. orangey flavor from the rind and. And it works. Easy to do. It's cool. Yeah. Just something different. Kids like it. It's That's And it's, cool. you can make up a big bowl of the cake mix, you know, and have like a, a scooper or something. And then the kids, you know, the kids have the job of cleaning out the orange and they can clean that out into a bowl and they can eat that. Right. Um, so you're not wasting. You're not just throwing that out. But then they come by with the rind. You pour in the cake mix, hand them up some foil. They, you know, kind of put it all together. So it, it gets them involved as well, too. I've seen those. I haven't ever tried it, but good to know. Tasty. Uh, my next one is uh, quesadilla and guacamole. Again, Ooh. something that's really easy. They can do, you know, a couple tortillas, cheese, use some butter and uh, make that. And then the guacamole is easy to make that the kids can do. So it's a it's a fun, like, after school snack that they can make. Oh. And everybody loves quesadilla. 
Uh, oh. Not every kid loves guacamole, but no. every kid it's, loves guacamole. I like guacamole, but like my too. children are like, oh, it's just like, because it's green. I think that's what throws them <laughs> off. It's green and kind of gross looking. It throws them off, but it's good. Uh, my next one is Pizza Pockets. And so this is um, still pocket. using those pudgy pie makers, um, but you're making pizza instead. And so same kind of thing. You, you have your bread. You, you butter the sides. Um, but instead of fruit, you put in uh, marinara and some pepperoni and then cheese. Close it together and, and cook it that way. And you make a little pizza pocket. I like that. So. Sounds good. Yeah, now I'm getting hungry. I know. Um, Let's start. What about can you use those pudgy things for grilled cheese? Because that's my next one. Yep. Yep. That'd be the same, I would think. So you use it that way, or you could just do it over the pan if you if you're at a kitchen uh, doing these. So grilled cheese, and there's a number of ways you can make those. Hey, did you? uh, You you put butter on your bread, right, for grilled cheese? Oh yeah. Yep. So a friend of mine told me try mayonnaise, and so I tried mayonnaise. It it makes it's like crispy. It's so much better. That you just do mayonnaise on the side and then oh, just just and the it was outside, easier too. It? What's that? Just on the outside, just the yeah. Outside. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. So try that next time, mayonnaise. I want to try that. Very interesting. <laughs> My next is scrambled eggs. Have you ever made scrambled eggs over the fire? Uh no. It's kind of fun. So it's uh very slow. You have your pot cooking over the fire with water in it, um, and then the kids get eggs and they get Ziploc bags. And so you you put the eggs in the Ziploc, you scramble them up, and then you throw that whole Ziploc into the the pot with water, and it okay. cooks it there really? in the Ziploc bag, and then you can hand them back their Ziploc. And so that's their little, they can eat right out of the Ziploc bag. No way. Yeah. So I, fun. I had never even heard of that. That's cool. We do a lot with our wilderness camp, a lot of cooking outside over the fire. And so I learned a lot of these things from that, or from the Boy Scouts. They like to cook outside over the fire a lot, too. Right. So have you ever used solar ovens? The, the... We did last year with our day camp. We did solar yeah. Man, they take forever, though. It takes forever. It takes forever. But it is pretty cool, right? It's cool. It's stimmy. Yeah, that, exactly. It was part of our STEM program with day camp. Don't do it on, so... a, on a cloudy day. but yep. So, yeah, that, I just try try solar oven. It does take a while. We made s'mores. And so we... There you go. We kind of... It, it semi-melted the marshmallows. Like, it after about 30 minutes, they were right. soft enough to squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> but the kids enjoyed... It. I mean, they thought it was cool. They And uh, we actually worked it out with... We ordered Papa John's a lot here at camp. And so we <laughs> called them up, told them what we were doing. And they... With our staff, not with the campers. Like, the staff mm. will order it for parties. Right. But they... So they gave us a bunch of pizza boxes for free to make oh, them. Nice. And so we didn't have to pay for it or anything. And so that was very helpful. And then the kids... We'd just let the kids take them home. So they got to take that home and show their parents and I, we had a few parents even write back like, Oh, this is so cool. You know, we made s'mores tonight with it or today (laughs) you need the sun. (laughs) (laughs) What's your next? My, my last one here is uh, donuts over the fire. And so uh, very similar kind of to the scrambled eggs, except um, you use, we've, we've done it where we've used like a can. And so if we had um, like the fruit cans, the big cans, uh, fruit filling that you would for the pudgy pies. So the next night we, you know, we cleaned out that can and we filled it with oil, stuck that on the fire and let that heat up and, and grill. And then you make your little donuts, you make the shapes, you drop them in the oil and fry them. How do you make the shapes? Out. Well, like you just, you make it into a ball and then you stick your thumb. Oh, in the like donut so, holes. Yeah. Like not like donuts. Hole. No, no. Yeah. You make that, you make a ball and then you stick your thumb right in the middle. So you poke oh. a hole right in the middle. <laughs> okay. Okay. Cool. So, or you can make donut holes too, if you want. But yeah, it was, I mean, we, we did all of them because 
we were starving, and so it was like, whatever the <laughs> fastest way we can get this in and go. Right. <laughs> and then you just fry your little donuts, pull them out, throw some powdered sugar or icing on them. And then that was reusing the cans from the fruit filling. So you reuse oh, that right and you don't waste it that way. I don't um, know if do I have take to... the time to roll it up. I would just like drizzle it and make funnel cake. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. You do have to be careful. Some of the cans have like uh, a plastic coating on the inside and you got to make sure you don't use those because oh. that will melt in the fire and then be yeah. in your, your fry, you know, your oil. You don't want that. So you really have to make sure the inside of the cans don't have any kind of like plastic coating or anything. Right. Well, cool. All right, so uh, quick and quick and easy uh, episode here, just to get you thinking. I think uh, having cooking programs are great. You know, if you're doing it over a fire, that's very novel for a lot of kids. They've never done that before, um, and it's very memorable. And if you go the other route, where you're having like a cooking program where you're teaching the kids to do to make after school snacks and to yep. be able to help, you know, mom or dad in the kitchen then you can do that. And then, of course, there's the competition routes that I know is very popular. Yeah, I think that's that's it. Anything to add? for? No, I, I'd say we didn't even begin to cover Dutch ovens. I, there's, you can right. search like Dutch oven recipes. I think I actually have a Dutch oven recipe book. There's um, so many. So much you can yeah, do with so, those. Well, and, yeah. and just there's so many different um, ideas that obviously we can't cover in a half an hour episode. Yeah. And I would uh, encourage anyone to go to our show notes and in the comments, put what your favorite, uh, you know, recipe or food item is. And uh, if if I get enough comments, I'll I'll write a post about it. And uh, maybe maybe we need a round table. Do you have a round table? That's a good idea. Outdoor cooking. Mark, we'll put that on the list. Uh, So you got a question this week? I do. All right. So. What is your favorite food ever? And it doesn't have to be outside or over fire. Just your favorite food ever. Dude, there, there. I, I mean, there's so many. I know. I love food. It's so hard to choose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's like the there's the chicken club at Hardee's. I love that. <laughs> um, but like general food, general food is is chicken because I could put in so much burritos yeah. and and chicken sandwich and everything else. So if you're talking like a general food, but if we're I guess my favorite food would be pizza. Pizza? Okay. Okay. Then 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 again, my mom used to make this great goulash. Oh, I don't like goulash. That's <laughs> the way she made it was really good. Um, so yeah. It would this would have been easier if you'd have said, What's the food you dislike the most? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. What about I you? I like to eat. So this one this is an interesting one. So I, I've always loved pasta. Pasta's always been my oh, favorite. Yeah. And my wife used to make fun of me because like when we'd have spaghetti, you know, I'd butter the bread and I'd like make a little spaghetti yep, taco yep. Same and, here. Eat it. and she'd make fun of me. Well, then she found a recipe and it, I, it's called spaghetti bread. But essentially you make the spaghetti, you make this bread and then you put it together, kind of fold it over and bake it oh. um, together. And then you pull it out and you have, you know, the spaghetti's already like in this bread. So you're pulling out all these little pieces and eating them that way. Oh, that that wins every time. So. Really? Yeah, I love it when she makes that. So it's it's essentially just it's the spaghetti tacos I used to make with the butter bread. It's just it's right. kind of twice baked or whatever. That now have you ever had spaghetti tacos like using taco shells? Oh no, that does not sound good at all. It is not. You know, I saw it. <laughs> what, 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 what show was it? What's the Nickelodeon show I saw it on? Anyways, I was like, I want to try that sometime. And then I bought the shells, made the spaghetti, put it in. I'm like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be awful. Maybe soft 
tacos you can kind of get away with. There you go. But yeah, that's true. That's true. The hard um, tacos. Not so yeah, good. I'm going to try that spaghetti bread. You, send me the recipe. Okay. I'll have her. Yeah, I'll get her on it. Cool. Thank so. you. Um, so I think that's it for this episode. You know, I'm, I'm cautious to say what we're going to do next week, only because last time we switched everything around. I know. Yeah. I, just in case things move, it's it's been a little, it's kind of crazy right now in the world uh, yeah. as we're recording this. <laughs> things are changing daily. Things are and changing. So, yeah. I would maybe, next week's going to be awesome, just like every week. Oh, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. Well, from around the campfire, this has been Kurt and Chris. Thanks for listening. 